0: Welcome to the EduSpeak podcast, where education finds a voice. This week, we'll be discussing forms of discrimination in the classroom and sharing some of our own experiences with combating these stereotypes. I'm Anne Rae and this week, I'm joined by Chrissy Piccolo, Jenna Andrusik, and Zachary Zeller. We'd like to begin with this week's research section, discussing some of the previously written material on discrimination before going into our experiences with discrimination. The following information is derived directly from the websites of the Department of Justice, the US Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and the Crisis Prevention Institute.
1: The United States Department of Justice categorizes the five main types of discrimination that exist within classrooms. These include race and or national origin discrimination, sex-based discrimination, religious discrimination, disability discrimination, and discrimination towards students learning the English language. Racial and or national origin discrimination is defined as quote, treating someone unfavorably because he or she is of a certain race or because of personal characteristics associated with race such as hair texture, skin color, or certain facial features. Color discrimination involves treating someone unfavorably because of skin color complexion. Race slash color discrimination can also involve treating someone unfavorably because the person is married to or associated with a person of a certain race or color. Discrimination can occur when the victim and the person who inflicted the discrimination are the same race or color. This can be transferred into the classroom if the teacher is a different race than his or her students and treats them differently as a result. This can also occur between students and can lead to severe bullying.
2: Sex discrimination involves treating someone unfavorably because of that person's sex, including the person's sexual orientation, gender identity, or pregnancy. Using someone's correct pronouns has become a very important part of the classroom in recent years. Unfortunately, there are still people, including students and teachers, who refuse to accept the way a student prefers to be recognized. This can create an unsafe and disrespectful learning environment. Religious discrimination involves treating a person unfavorably because of his or her religious beliefs. The law protects not only people who belong to traditional organized religions, such as Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, Islam, and Judaism, but also others who have sincerely held religious, ethical, or moral beliefs. Religious discrimination can also involve treating someone differently because that person is married to or associated with an individual of a particular religion. Many different religions observe many different holidays that might differ from what the teacher practices. This can lead to the teacher not knowing about different religious practices and can prevent students from feeling comfortable enough to inform their teacher and receive whatever accommodations they may need belonging to a different religion and possibly wearing traditional religious attire that difference from classmates can also lead to teasing or bullying from other students.
3: Disability discrimination occurs when someone covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act treats a qualified individual unfavorably because he or she has a disability. Disability discrimination also occurs when a covered person Treats someone less favorably because he or she has a history of a disability, such as a past major depressive episode, or because he or she is believed to have a physical or mental impairment that is not transitory, lasting or expected to last six months or less. The law also protects people from discrimination based on their relationship with a person with a disability, even if they do not themselves have a disability. For example, it is illegal to discriminate against an employee because her husband has a disability. In the classroom, this kind of discrimination can be seen when classrooms do not have wheelchair accessibility. It can also be seen as discrimination if a teacher expects less of one of their students after finding out about a past or present disability that wouldn't otherwise alter the quality of their work. Mental illness is very common in students, especially high school students. So it is important to create a safe learning environment where students are not judged based on appearance or mentality. Discrimination towards students learning English can also just be called language discrimination. Language discrimination occurs when a person is treated differently because of his or her native language or other characteristics of his or her language skills. This is where we see teachers neglecting trans langu- refusing to acknowledge a student's cultural background or their native language can hinder a student's learning.
0: Stopping discrimination begins with the teachers. Despite all forms of discrimination being found in, sco- in schools, there are ways that teachers can combat this within their own classrooms. It is important for teachers to not ignore what they are seeing if it is other teachers or students discriminating. Call attention and shine light onto a problem that others might not want to be aware that they are creating properly educating students on what discrimination is and how it can harm others will make students and the teacher aware of their actions and be able to correct themselves before an unfavorable situation arises there are also many different ways to engage students in the classroom with fun activities that can also teach them valuable lessons such as the lessons we all put together for our virtual exchange partners now we'd like to discuss some of our own experiences in this week's discussion section for me personally i made a i made a lesson for my virtual my virtual student and this lesson was a family tree. By implementing this into the classroom, we can use this to allow students to realize, to look into their families, see where they're from and realize that where they are from is welcomed by all the other students and all the other teachers and they can truly embrace their culture and their family life.
1: So I I feel like I can talk about a few different points of discrimination, both from my experiences with uh, the virtual exchange project and, also, uh, in my own experiences as a student in the classroom, um, for instance, I'm someone who struggles with mental health issues, and being discriminated against in that setting is it's not uh, it's not fun for the student. I can I can promise you that. And it's important as educators that we remember that we are capable of discrimination even without realizing it. Um, being hard on students because they're having a bad day is something I saw way too much of in high school and dealt with uh, personally. And it's something that we as teachers need to remember how to do. And then also language discrimination uh, is a massive issue in school environments that we need to work on. And something that I had my eyes open to uh, in the experience was the virtual exchange program. I gave a lesson. Uh, it was more of a lecture than anything else because it was that's going to be more of what I will be doing as a future history teacher. Um, but the lecture was, and I think this was very important to the success of the project. It was in English and in Spanish. It and it wasn't that each bit of information was in both languages, but it was that. Some of the information was in English and some of it wasn't Spanish. And speaking to my student who was multilingual, um, I saw her become more engaged than I believe she would have otherwise. So fighting language discrimination and discrimination uh, based on disability uh, are two just massive parts of working in the classroom um, with our students that can really lead to more successful and inclusive environment. And I think that it's really essential to remember that uh, as much as we give ourselves credit as we say, oh, we're flawed people and we're gonna make mistakes students are the same way, sometimes they can't help it. Um, So that's kind of my perspective on dealing with discrimination in the classroom and combating it.
2: Thank you for sharing that with us, Zach. For me personally, I feel as if I'm very lucky enough to have never personally been the victim of the discriminations that we talked about. And I feel after taking this course that I was kind of ignorant towards it all. I never really noticed different kinds of discrimination taking place, especially since I went to a very diverse high school where I interacted with students and teachers of all different origins like daily and even now in college I've been taking all these courses that teach you different cultures and allow me to explore different traditions that I never knew about and new languages that I may not have even have heard of and I will definitely be incorporating what I have learned so far into my future classroom because it is so important that students feel safe when they walk in the door. And I think this course has really been a good stepping stone and a real eye opener into what our own future classrooms should look like.
3: I completely agree about the safety of students. As future educators, we need to create an environment that students can all be involved in. It's our job to control the classroom and fight against discrimination and ensure that everyone is involved and included. We can do this by creating lessons that are interactive and inclusive and help us avoid discrimination, which we all got a taste of with our virtual exchange students in our last project. And it's important that we do this because students could have the knowledge, but they might not be able to express it, but that doesn't mean they don't know. And that can be really frustrating. As the educator, you need to give them the opportunity to speak out. Thank you so much for sharing, Jenna. That's all for today's episode. Thank you to the three of
0: you for joining us at today's panel. Thank you to our listeners and sponsors. This has been an episode of EduSpeak, where education finds a voice. Thank you again for joining us, and we hope to be with you again next week. Have a wonderful week.